What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Look Behind the Curtain with Chris 2.0. And today is episode two. And just a minute, I'm going to be bringing out my very special guest, Mr. Joe Walters. So a lot of you guys I know who are here for, um, I had people reaching out to me in Messenger as soon as I did the post this morning and just wanted to get to know Joe more before he was even doing the actual call. So I know how much you, how excited you guys are to meet him and and to get to know what he's doing when it comes to plant-based medicine and his mission to really help those in need. So before we get into all that, though, I do have to just kind of share with you guys a little bit of, you know, the housekeeping, the little things that we have to do. And so if you guys are here with us, we you will realize that we are streaming only on YouTube now. Um, last week we were on Facebook and YouTube and we just realized it was just this crazy mess. Uh, so we're streaming only on YouTube. So if you want to share this with other people, just share the YouTube link. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, definitely make sure you hit that subscribe button. We have a lot of really amazing interviews lined up here, uh, not only to close out the year, but in the next year already, uh, we've got some really amazing guys. And today is no exception. The gentleman that we have coming out here today with you uh, is, oh, sorry, guys, we have uh, an echo going on there all of a sudden. Uh, so let me get rid of that. <clears throat> there we go. Perfect. Uh, so the gentleman that we have actually coming out for you guys today is no exception to the rule. Uh, this particular gentleman, I've actually had the amazing opportunity of watching him grow over the last year, but his journey didn't start there. And we're definitely going to dive even deeper into where he came from and, you know, what brought him into OVF and ultimately brought him to where he is today. But let me just touch on some things really quick. The man I am about to bring to you today is a Marine Corps veteran which, as you guys know, is near and dear to my heart and the community that I want to serve. So I'm very excited to have him on here. Not only that, but like I just mentioned, he's a core piece of the OVF team. The OVF would not have become what it has become in the last year without his disciplined support behind the scenes, guys. So I just want to just shout him out for that, too. But not only does he do that, and might I add, completely free, he is a volunteer for OVF. He doesn't ask for any wages. He does it because he cares and because he believes in the mission. But on top of that, he also runs his own business. He is a life coach. He is a plant medicine advocate and a health and wellness advocate. He is a habit and routine educator and now officially a published author, which we're definitely going to be diving into here tonight. And also a marathon runner, which is always kind of really cool and crazy. And so without further ado, guys, please help me drop it in the comments. Bring out Mr. Joe Walters to the show, please. What is up, Joe? Chris, hello, hello. Thank you for that awesome introduction. That was fantastic. <laughs> Man, it's just such an honor to have you on. Last week, I had the opportunity to have one of my amazing mentors who you got to meet in person a few months ago. And now I get to have on someone who I've got to mentor, but has truly inspired me to become better and greater than I was. And so it's kind of like a peer group rather than a mentorship now. And I truly look at you as a team member, a brother, and someone who is, you know, truly out there to change the world. So I'm just honored to have you on. Uh, looks like you may be a little bit frozen on my end. So I'm just going to, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if you guys are here with us, I know this, the number is going up. So if you're here with us, definitely drop a comment. Let us know what's going on. I know there is a bigger lag when it comes to StreamYard to YouTube than normal. And so the comments are just now coming in. What's up, Liam? Good to see you, brother. And so definitely comment, guys, your engagement, your questions, your 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 love here tonight is definitely going to make the big difference in how the show goes. So definitely drop it and appreciate it. What's up, Sam? Good to see you. 
So, Joe, thank you again for being out here. I'm very excited to be diving into, uh, you know, your story and what you're doing here tonight. But really quick before we do, guys, I want to just touch on tonight's show is sponsored by Joe's book, Psychedelic Integration 101. And so we're going to talk about it more here tonight. Joe's going to do it way more justice than I ever could. My copy is still on its way. Otherwise, I'd be holding it up proudly right now. Um, and I will definitely be diving into it as soon as it arrives. But we're going to be diving. I'm going to let Joe talk about it even more because, again, who could talk it better than the author himself? But I just want to let you guys know that tonight, that this whole episode, everything we're talking about and bringing to you when it comes to trauma and plant-based medicine is brought to you by Mr. Joe Walter's amazing new book, Psychedelic Integration 101. And if you're looking for a copy of it, you can grab it right now in the description below. All you have to do is pay for shipping. And so, Joe, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it was really awesome to see this go from like, I think I should start doing my podcast again and just seeing you just take action so quick. And once it's really materialized, I was, you know, excited when you asked me to be on here. So I'm, I'm ready to go. Awesome, brother. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one thing I admire about you. And, you know, like I think like minds attract each other is that when we get an idea, when we get a bug, when we, when we feel like we're called to do something, we take action on it. And I cannot wait to hear about that, about you here in just a minute. But before we do dive in, brother, give us a quick two to five minute backstory. Who is Joe Walters? Where do you come from? Were you always going to be an entrepreneur? Like, did you go to college? Like, what what is your backstory, brother? Yeah, awesome. So I grew up in New Jersey, northern New Jersey. My dad was a cop since I could remember since a little kid. He's actually still he's a police chief right now um, in a town in New Jersey. And growing up, you know, I, I was in I was in sports. I would play baseball and football and, you know, I, I, I did them. And by the time senior year hit, I pretty much I didn't do sports anymore. I just kind of did it to do it. Um, and I always kind of had that entrepreneurial mindset. I always wanted to work. I was always working different jobs and pizzerias. And I always had it in me to be a worker. And I, I did a lot of, you know, searching outside myself for like who I wanted to be, what I wanted to become. After high school, I went to college for, I actually originally went for fire science. My dad was a cop. I was in the fire department since the age of 14. They had a, a junior explorer program and I was all in on the fire department growing up. And I went to college for a few semesters. I did great in my fire science classes. I did horrible in my other classes. I ended up failing out just for me not going and not having a passion in it. Like I was, I was truly chasing someone else's dream. And I kind of just like felt that. And I ended up getting a job with the DPW in town, which was like a great job. It was, it was good pay. And everyone was like, wow, you're going to get benefits. You're going to retire. Like, that's amazing. You're set. And like a year into that job, two years in, I was like, I kind of like looked around and was like, is this going to be my future? Like I worked with some good guys, but like, I just saw myself being stuck. I was at the heaviest weight I'd ever been in my life. And I wasn't doing something that was fulfilling me. And that's what led me to the military. I, I never forget. I went home one day. I'm like, dad, I'm joining the military. And growing up, I was always on one thing and the next. Like you just said, I got an idea and I was on it. Like that, that was me my whole life. So they're like, you're going to the military. What? And, and a couple of months later, I signed up for the Marines, shipped off and, and really, my life really changed from that point. That was like the reset button for me to really find the things I was passionate about, which ended up coming after I got out. Because um, I got in and I did my four years. I worked on airplanes. I was 
great at my job because I was always mechanical. I enjoyed mechanical things. But within the first two years, I just knew there was something bigger on the outside of the military for me. So I did my foreign. I, I got out. And then that led me on the journey, the crazy kind of journey I'm on now, which has been I got out in 2015. So it's been about six years now. Wow. <clears throat> you know, it's always mind blowing to me that I, I've known you for a year now. I've hung out with you in person. You know, we've, we've had dinners together and, and just, you know, got to really become brothers. And I still didn't know these things about you. And it's it's so crazy because, you know, I just re-listened to the Goggins book um, on my last trip to Colorado for the last live event that I was going to be doing for the year. And your story just now just reminded me so much of it. Right. When Goggins joined the Navy SEALs, he joined because he was the heaviest he ever was. He was disgusted with himself. He knew he needed to do better. He knew there was more. Right. And so not that I'm going to say that your story is anything compared, you know, I'm not comparing apples to oranges by any means is what I'm trying to say. But it just hit me when when, it, when you mentioned that it was like, you know, you came from such a structured environment, having a, a cop father, but you also had that like shiny object, chase it and, and, and go do that kind of mentality. So to switch that and be like, you know what, enough is enough and, and take full responsibility, discipline and accountability for oneself. Just reminds me so much of Goggins. So I thought I'd just bring that up really quick. Um, and, and Liam's saying he's thinking the same exact thing. Um, and I know it's been a while since he read that book. So, brother, I know it's been about a year now since you've joined he us here at OVF. And you were one of, you know, I think it was like a couple dozen people who applied for the position. Uh, but as soon as we interviewed you and talked to you and, and got to know you more, we knew you were, you were heart-centered and ready for the job. And when we first met you, you were a life coach. You were looking to help people, to help them through the, the traumas and the stresses and the struggles they were going through life, but you didn't really have a direction, but you now have it. Talk to us a little bit about that journey and how you found purpose and, and how you're so aligned with what you do today. Absolutely. Great question. Um, so my story going back, like I mentioned, I got out of the military in 2015. And when I got out of the military, I started a construction company. That's what I knew how to do. I was good at it. So I, you know, I knew I didn't want to work for another company. So I started a construction company and it was going great. Things were going fantastically. And, but mentally I wasn't doing great. And I really didn't even see the writing on the wall. I was drinking heavily. I was using escape drugs. I was just not focusing on me at all and just working these 60, 80 hour weeks. And that was just the normal thing you did. And I was just stuck in this rut and that's when the plant medicine world kind of found me uh, to this day. Me and my wife don't know exactly why or what like called us to do it, but we ended up taking some mushrooms at my house and I had the single most life changing experience of my life at that point. That was back in like 2016. So it took me years of integration work, understanding what happened to me, working with these plants, you know, on a regular basis with my wife under, under certain um, circumstances and I began to understand there was something here. And that's really what started my path to like, okay, you're not going to work in construction anymore. You have something much bigger to do on this earth, especially after coming from the depression. I, all, I had all these tools of understanding what these people are going through. And now I had the tools to overcome them because I did it myself in my journey. So I, I had this, okay, I'm going to be a life coach. And I, I started, I, like everything else, I dove in head first. I started yeah. listening podcast every day. I started reading books. I became obsessed with psychology, personal development, and it was great. And it, it, I knew it was what I wanted to do, um, but something always kind of held me back. And it's funny because I always said it. 
in my heart, I want to work with plant medicine. I want to work with mushrooms. I want to, I want to help the people that want to use this medicine in the right way under the right circumstances. But something always held me back. This feeling of, oh, well, I'm not some, you know, um, some person who's lived in the Amazon for years. And who the hell am I? And I don't have a PhD. I put all these barriers in front of myself to prevent myself of what I was truly meant to be doing. And, and, you know, for a year, like I made progress and I, I made, I really made myself a presence online and built a community, but I was always feeling that there was something off. And until I finally followed my truest passion, which was plant medicine and utilize, and not just mushrooms also, like we're talking psychoactive, non-psychoactive, CBD, mm. marijuana. I mean, when we talk plant medicine, we're talking everything really. It's, it's getting away from that pharma, getting away from, from, you know, treating symptoms to treating root causes and actually moving through these things. So that's what I mean when I talk about plant medicines. But of course, mushrooms are at the closest part of my heart because they they had the greatest impact on me. So that's the ones I really have the, a deep passion for. Um, but that's really where things kick into high gear. So the lesson for anyone here that I, I always want to impress, like no matter what your mind might say about how you don't deserve something, if it's your passion, that's it. The how's going to align. You know, I can't even tell you how much alignment has happened. And when before I was talking about marketing and this and ads and putting all this effort into marketing, which is an important key. But now that I'm following my passion, truly, I mean, the marketing is just a bonus. Like people are coming to me from, you know, just a conversation or uh, uh, integration circle. I went to some person I met in the supermarket. It's like when you're met and you're aligned with what you love and what's in your heart, what you're meant to be doing. That's when you know, everything starts aligning in ways that you can't even comprehend. I love so much about what you just said. And for everybody listening, I hope you guys, you know, caught a lot of the little nuggets that were in there. But one, for anybody who's looking to maybe step out into their power, start a business that they're passionate about, that maybe other people don't understand, right? You know, Joe's giving you guys some some pretty serious nuggets on, on that subject. Um, so if you guys need to just rewind, listen to the last couple of minutes of Joe's conversation there, um, because here's the thing, you know, Joe experienced something that changed him. And much like every great business that I've ever studied or you know been able to observe, it comes from a place of struggle. Like the the person who comes up with the concept, the product, the service, the business, the mission, usually is the person who creates it from a place of need and struggle and like necessity, right? And so, you know, Joe's talking to you guys from a place of, you know, he needed this in his life. And so he found it. And much like me with marketing, which he mentioned, you know, I talk about marketing and, and, and all that stuff a lot because it's what I do. But it's only a bonus for Joe inside of what he does. Right. And so I think that's really important for everyone to take away is that, you know, marketing is a tool that we use to explode our passion to the world. It is not the end all be all of the thing that we need to talk about. It is simply a tool, just like the revenue we're making or the hammers we use to build houses. And when used properly leveraged properly, it can take any idea, any mission, any business and explode it to the world. And that's exactly what Joe is doing right here, um, you know, with his business. So, Joe, talk to us a little bit more about the book. What drove you to become an author? What kind of made you decide, you know what, I am worth it. I do know enough 
And now I'm going to share it with the world. Yeah, great question. So first and foremost, OVF, you know, you know, being getting to work behind the scenes with you and Liam, seeing your process, seeing how you guys took an idea, took the things that you know, put it on the paper and provide this incredible resource. I'm like, wow, well, I know a ton about something that I'm passionate about. I can totally do this. Like you guys totally gave me proof of concept. So that was the spark right there. Once the spark hit, I knew it was happening. Um, so, okay. So uh, yeah, I knew it was happening. And then I, I moved on to do a workshop and I did a psychedelic integration 101 workshop. And really the whole concept of this book and this workshop is, you know, when I went through my experiences, I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the community. I had no frame of reference for any of this. And I know a lot of people out there are in the same boat. Um, there, you know, a lot more people are, are exploring this, this option. It's getting decriminalized in a lot of places. So I really wanted to provide a resource that really broke some of the stigmas, gave some history, gave some mechanisms of action, and also gave like a framework of how to prepare yourself because this is a very serious thing going in. It, it has an effect on your psyche. There are red flags. There are things to be precautionary. Are there, there are ways to pay reverence to the ways our ancestors have held this medicine for thousands and thousands of years. This is not some new thing. It's been, you know, kind of swept under the rug, but our ancestors have been using this for a long, long time. And uh, so I've just I've learned so much in the five years sitting in ceremonies with people who have lived in the Amazon and 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 the most important part, the integration. That's why I call it psychedelic integration 101. You can go and you can take these these substances and have a big experience, but it means nothing if you don't do the integration work. And I'm a and, and integration work is really habits and routines. That's mm -hmm. that's really what it is in a nutshell. They show you lessons. You know, you go in and you say, oh, wow, I'm not eating right. I have a lot of guilt. I really hold a grudge against this person. They show you the things, but then it's up to you to take those experiences and create lasting change in your life. So really the, the inspiration of this book and really what I wanted it for, and especially for my clients and people that are, you know, whether they're never have zero percent experience or they've, they've sat, you know, dozens of times, I wanted to be a resource to just gain that deeper understanding and deeper connection to what's going on here and hopefully save someone from a crisis and give them some tips that'll really be beneficial if they're going through a difficult situation. I love it. <clears throat> and guys, here's the thing. We are going to talk a little bit more about the book itself, but if you need to, if you're resonating with what Joe's saying, guys, go ahead and grab yourself a copy. Again, all you need to do is pay for shipping. The link is right in the description below. Um, you know, if you guys are are suffering through traumas in life, if you guys are suffering through struggles, if you guys are battling internal demons and don't understand why you're sabotaging yourself or maybe some programs are popping up that are stopping you from going where you want to go. Uh, I, I truly believe that there is a lot of knowledge and um life-changing experience that you can gain from grabbing Joe's book. So go ahead and do that below. Joe, talk to us real quick. What has been the most profound breakthrough you've had using plant medicine? The most profound one was for sure my first one. There's been, there's been a couple along the way, but the first one was the most impactful. Um, so I didn't know at the time there's there's something called they, some people call an ego death. I don't really I don't resonate with that. I say ego transformation or ego mm -hmm. integration. Our ego is 
it's not something to hate or push away or it's not part of us. It's our sense of identity. It's who we are. It's how we identify as, as our own individual. So it's it's nice to have that. So I don't I'm never in a battle with the ego, but it's it's important to integrate it and, and to be in control of our egos. So in that first experience up until then, I, I the best way to describe it is I, I identified as my emotions. So I was my anger. When anger took me over, it took me over. That was it. I was punching holes in walls. I was saying things I extremely regretted and I wasn't owning up to my actions. And I would just say, this is how I am. This is how I'm built. I'm different than you. Like I literally, that's what I thought. I just, I thought this thing took me over and that's who I was. And the first experience, that ego death, that ego transformation, that night, it shut everything in my mind off. Think of like a light switch of your identity. It just got shut off my brain. I forgot who I was, my family. I knew nothing. I just kept walking around the house for hours asking Dariana. I didn't even know what we took. I just kept asking her what we took. I didn't know if I overdosed on something. Like I was really like, I wasn't panicking, but I was disoriented. And she did, she was kind of laughing. She didn't know what was going on. And, you know, I had to let go and, and, you know, some things went on and eventually I let go to the experience. I accepted it and everything came back in. But what really happened that day was I got ripped out of my body to a degree. And it said, Joe, you are not your emotions. You are something much greater. Like I experienced like my soul, like my me beyond my emotions and my brain and my body. Before then, I had no real deep spiritual beliefs and religious beliefs. I kind of believed, but there was nothing that really stuck with me. So this 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 really was like, no, like you are something way more than this and you need to do some work. And that was really that it shattered everything I thought I knew about all my false beliefs I had about myself, about life, about life after death. All these things kind of got shattered. And, and the way I see it is it gave me a clean slate. From that point on, I began to build my belief systems back up because a lot of my false belief systems were kind of broken. So it just it just allowed me a clean slate to rebuild myself, who I thought I was and create the person that's standing here today. And, uh, you know, like I said, it took years of constant work going through triggers over and over and over again. And let me tell you something, the, the triggers never go away. They're, they're, they're there, but you create space. Now I have space. Now an emotion comes up. I have the space to be like, oh, wow, I want to call you a bitch, but I'm not going to. I know that's my trigger. I know that's my emotional reaction. Like <laughs> so that's what you're creating through this. You're creating a separation from these, the, the pattern thinking, um, so yeah, that was that that was definitely I would say at the top of the profound ones. I, I it, here's the thing, man. Like that's beyond profound because every veteran I've talked to, and I'm sure you can it, it, not just veterans, anybody on the call tonight who can relate to this, is that like once we realize that our emotions don't control us, but our emotions are just a part of us, and that there's a conscious decision to surrender to that. Or to be to acknowledge that and then figure out a better course of action. And that's exactly, in my opinion, and I'm just my opinion, that's kind of the realization that you came to was that, like, okay, and I've got plenty of holes in my old walls too. So I get that. Um, <laughs> that, like, hey, you know, this is the anger program. Anger's, anger's active right now. Holes in walls. If you come near me, you might get punched in the face. I don't care who you are. Right. But at the end of the day, life, our emotions is, is not what dictates our life. It's the choices that dictates the life. And that you were able to kind of just in, in your experience, pull yourself from those emotions and realize that you had choice. 
Yeah. And I think that that's really freaking awesome because I did not have that same out of body experience, but I will tell you right now that through going through um, some different type of work, I also found that choice was still mine. And when I realized that it changed a lot of variables in my life, I was no longer controlled by fear. I could use it as fuel. Anxiety was no longer something that I had to surrender to, but something that I could accept, right? There was a lot of different things that started to change for me, as I do believe for you as well, that, you know, kind of unlocked. And I think that it's really powerful that, you know, what you're doing is cutting edge, right? Not even 10 years ago, many of the states just here in our own amazing country thought that things like CBD and THC and all things cannabis were a class one drug, ruined your life. You know, the old school 1930s, this is your brain on drugs, smush the egg kind of thing. And meanwhile, I know hundreds and thousands of veterans who are on CBD today. John Ferry with the, C, uh, you know, Fiddler's Green CBD is an amazing example of that, where, you know, you're out there using these plant-based medicines to change people's lives and get them off of the big pharma thing. And so I don't want to really dive too deep into it because I'm sure if we did, we'd run into some algorithm issues and maybe even some demonetization. Um, but I just want to thank you really quick because as someone who used to have to take 11 pills a day, but found plant-based medicine and changed my life using it, like, thank you for what you do um, because it, it's needed. And I'm sure there are many people out there, whether they did serve this country or didn't, you know, that can definitely benefit from it. And I just want to say one thing real quick before I ask you, you know, one of our final questions and a really, really good friend of mine, actually one of my best friends in the world, helped me a lot. Even though he didn't understand what I was going through, he was always there for me. His name's Adam Rivet. He's the guy I started my auto glass business with. He, I moved to Arizona with him. He's been a really, really amazing friend to me for a long time. And we were talking one day and I was starting to, we were doing our business together and I was starting to grow as a person and kind of think outside the box. And one day we were talking and he, he mentioned something to me about someone else's trauma. And he kind of like shrugged it off like, oh, you know, it's nothing compared to what you went through, though. And because I've always talked so heavily about what I went through at that point, because that was my core existence. That's all I knew. And so kind of he kind of like shrugged it off. And I looked at him and I was like, hey, man, here's the thing. Like that woman, what she went through is just as bad, just as horrifying, just as real for her as what I went through. No one's trauma is worse than anyone else's. And he, the look he gave me at that moment was like, damn, dude, that was deep and I get it. And so that for me, like I, it was like me letting myself know, like I wasn't special. Like you said, you know, I, we all go through some shit and there's also a proven path to a solution. And it usually comes from getting in touch with one's inner self, addressing the core trauma, the core issue, the core event that we put a story behind that then dictated the, the program that we go through for the rest of our life. And yeah. so I really appreciate you letting me speak for just a second. I know I want to hear more from you, but that really resonated with me. And I just wanted to share that with everybody who was on. Joe, if someone wanted to get involved with what you do, if they wanted to join you in a ceremony or Obviously, if you need, if you guys want access to the book, the, the, the link's right below. You can click it right now and grab it. But if they wanted to do more with you, if they wanted to do a ceremony with you, if they wanted to do more coaching with you, how would they get a hold of you? 
How would that look? Yeah, the um, my Facebook. So we can we can link up on Facebook. I also have a website, positiveveterancoaching.com. Right on there, you can email me. It has my different services because um, I do uh, life coaching. I do plant medicine coaching. I do microdose coaching, which is when you take like a subperceptual amount over longer periods of time. And it kind of helps with neuroregenesis and uh, like building new, new patterns in. It kind of helps you with that. So, yeah, all my offerings on there, they can hop on there and subscribe to our newsletter and, uh, you know, stay up to date with all the new offerings. Awesome. Awesome. So we got about two minutes left. And I, if I can squeeze in two questions, I want to, but we'll go for this one first to make sure we have enough time. Brother, as a fellow veteran, as someone who has come from struggle to triumph, for building their life into something that matters, to finding purpose and living with vision, what would you share with someone listening to this right now who is lost, who has that fire inside them that says, I can do more. I'm meant for more, but I just don't know. What would you say to them? I would say to them that to make personal development your lifestyle, you know, what you listen to, like I, I go to diet, right? Our diet isn't just what we eat. Our diet is everything that we consume. Your social media, your t your your TV, your um, your books, everything you're reading. And like how I got to where I am today was becoming obsessed with my growth and development, like you said, having vision, having clarity, surrounding yourself with people that are moving forward. You know, that's that was a big part for me. So it's 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 not in the big jumps. It's in the daily efforts. What are you doing every day to be one percent better? And that's going to always take you to where you're meant to be. I love it, brother. And we do have time for the last question. So I'm going to ask it. All right, what is the five year plan? What are you looking ultimate goal in the next five years with your vision? Five year plan with the vision. I definitely see. So my, my wife is, uh, family's from Puerto Rico. We really want to, we have some property out there in the mountains and we would love to build a retreat center out there and do some like all inclusive retreats, do some plant medicine, do, um, li living off the land farming. So an ultimate vision is having centers like this where we can have meditation, yoga, business meetings, like all sorts of things in one spot. So that's definitely in the vision. And then just continuing to collaborate. Like I've learned that collaborating with people just shoot your trajectory that much further. So that guy, Neil Conlon that, I, that I'm working mm -hmm. with and we're going to be working alongside, like, I just want to partner with more movers and shakers. I'm definitely going to be doing a mushroom grow course and my mushroom grow book is going to be the next one coming out probably in a couple months. Cause I've been getting a ton of people requesting that. So definitely more books, more workshops, and just, just continuing to, like you said, be that light and, and, and facilitate the healing. Cause I'm not doing any healing. I'm just allowing people to come into their own healing. Everyone heals themselves. Mm. You know, you know, we're not gurus. We're not there to fix you. You're fixing you. And we're just providing you a safe space to do that. And a little bit of insights of what we learned along the way. Perfectly said brother. And, and, and that's a very clear distinction that a lot of people need to hear is that, you know, uh, a lot of times people think, Oh, well this, this thing healed me. It's like, no, your body, your, you healed you. Uh, we were just showing you the way. So I love that you said that, brother. And so thank you so much for being on. I can't wait to go to Puerto Rico to one of your retreats. And I can't wait to have you at one of our warrior retreat centers. And so all big things coming here in the future. And I cannot be more excited to be running with people like you, Joe. So again, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be on here, 
to share you, your knowledge, your experience with the audience. It means the world to me, and I sure it does to them. Guys, show them some love in the comments. It is dropping in right now, Joe. Thank you. Love it. Getting tons of love in the comments, brother. So just thank you so much. Again, guys, one last time. If you guys want to grab a copy of Joe's book, Psychedelic Integration 101, it is the sponsor for today's show. It is bringing you all the knowledge, value nuggets, and, of course, our beautiful faces here today. And so go ahead, grab a copy. Again, it is a you just pay shipping, and it goes right to your front door. So, again, Joe, thank you so much, brother. And I cannot wait to have you back on here in like six months from now just to hear all the amazing growth you've made and all the lives you've impacted. So. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. Audience, we really appreciate you. If you got value here tonight, make sure you share this video with others. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you do not miss out on any future interviews. And make sure you smash that like button. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Peace. See ya.